welcome to the conversation about BL, aka the Brown Liquor Podcast. And there it is. I'm Ben. I'm Nini. And we're your drunk Caribbean uncle and auntie who are sitting on the porch in the rocking chairs. Four times a year, we pop in to talk about what's going on in the BL world. We shoot the shit about stories, all the drama going into them. I review from a queer media lens. And I review from a romance and drama lens. So if you like cracked out takes and really intense emotional analysis. If you like talking about artistry, industry, and the discourse. And if you generally just love simping. There is a lot of simping on this podcast. We are the show for you. Yesterday, hopefully, you heard the acting episode. Today, we're talking about shipping. BL is powered purely by people's desire to ship these people with each other. So we're going to acknowledge it and hand out some awards. Our ship awards are character awards because we are simps, but we are not groups. They are given out to the pairs that worked really, really well. They have got real power to drive enjoyment in the story. We've got four categories here. Best ghost ship, best friendship, best side ship, which is becoming a little bit of a tradition that Ben and I battled this one out on the show. And of course, best main ship. In vain, I have struggled. It will not do. My feelings will not be repressed. You must allow me to tell you how ardently I admire and love you. In declaring myself thus, I am fully aware that I will be going expressly against the wishes of my family, my friends, and I hardly need add my own better judgment. The relative situation of our families is such that any alliance between us must be regarded as a highly reprehensible connection. Indeed, as a rational man, I cannot but regard it as such myself, but it cannot be helped. Almost from the earliest moments of our acquaintance, I have come to feel for you a passionate admiration and regard, which despite all my struggles has overcome every rational objection, and I beg you most fervently to relieve my suffering and consent to be my wife. Let's start with best ghost ship and in my notes in terms of describing the best ghost ship i just have in all caps show us the footage you cowards (laughs) best ghost ship is awarding a ship that's not a canon ship it's not really a ship but it should have been i'm gonna kick us off with my runner up here and that's gonna go to sam and jim from gap the series we all love Sam and Mon. Yes, it was very great. It was great time. Fantastic. But Jim married and pregnant and ready to risk it all. If Sam just says, yeah, okay, we're doing this. She'd be like, what husband? What baby? <laughs> Jim played by Lukna Montara and Sam played by Freen Sarocha. I just 
thoroughly enjoyed that little runner of Jim just giving slight indications that, yeah, she would absolutely risk it all for Sam. Up to and including after Sam not so accidentally slaps her (laughs) at her birthday party. And she goes to Jim's house to make up with her. And she just starts kissing on her. Like she kisses her cheek and then she kisses her shoulder. And Jim's getting a little thrill over there. (laughs) And I'm just like, I would like to see it. So the runner up for best ghost ship is going to be Sam and Jim from Gap, the series. So who is our winner for the best ghost ship, Ben? They're maybe not even a ghost ship. They're probably just in the background. Our winner for this year goes to Bo and Kung from La Pluie. Bo came on that trip with Singtai on a mission. And she had a side objective. She was like, I'm going to get my boy off his ass and into bed with Pat properly. And also... I'm going to fuck somebody on this trip. Now, she had her sights set on one of the other vets when they started this out. And she was beefing with Kung at first, thinking that girl was too extra. And she was pissing about with her. But by the end of that trip, they're hugging each other, crying together, holding hands, dancing together. As far as I'm concerned, it happened. It absolutely happened as far as I'm concerned. And like the funniest part of that, is that when they get there, Kung is speaking in this really annoying voice and this really annoying style of talking. Bo just wants to strangle her the entire time she's doing that. She's doing this kind of, not a baby voice, but like this fake, calm, very serene type of aura that she's giving off. And literally, she shares a room with Bo. And the very next day, she talking different. (laughs) She and Bo holding hands in the background. Listen, these two fuck nasty and you can't convince me otherwise. (laughs) They definitely did. We don't need to debate it. Congratulations, Bo and Kung. The winners of the Best Ghost Ship Award. So we're going to move on to my favorite ship, Friendship. For me, friendship is where it's at when it comes to these stories. Yes, we all love the romantic relationships. They're all lovely and ooh, we cool about it. But friendship and community, and especially queer friendship and community, are super, super important. I feel all rosy inside when I think about people building community and being friends and found family with each other. The runner-up for best friendship, the band Chinchilla from My School President. I call these boys a lovely bunch of coconuts, and I stand by it. These boys are super dumb. They're such losers, but they a thousand percent have each other's backs. Even when they fight, they can't maintain it for long. They fight, and then they cry it out, and they hug each other, and they go on. 
it reminded me watching these boys of what it was like to be young and have a group of friends you just shooting the shit and just being nonsensical at all times getting in trouble together looking out for each other it made me feel warm and glowy inside and that is why chinchilla is my runner-up for best friendship Ben, what does the best friendship category mean to you and who are our winners for best friendship? One of the most important things about a good romance is that the people who are going to be together, I think, have the kind of support network that you believe that they can make it. If you're going to have a really effective long-term relationship to root for, People have got to have people who are in their corner, who have their backs. And for me, I'm always going to be drawn to queer friendship in this award. I think last year we gave it to the Secret Crush on You Quartet. Yes, we did. This year, we are giving it to Silom and Yiwa from Wedding Plan. And if you bitches thought I was done talking about this fucking show. <laughs> you got another thing coming. <laughs> I will continue to state plainly and clearly that Wedding Plan the series does not function without the relationship between these two. That is so rare to say in any sort of romantic drama. Siloam's entire motivation is grounded in his loyalty to Yiwa and freeing her from the confines of heteronormativity in her family. The reason he's lying, the reason he's playing all these games, the reason why he doesn't tell Nua what maybe needs to be said is because he is loyal to his friend and her safety is more important to him than his own happiness. These two have each other's back. They are the most ride or die. Siloam was prepared to sacrifice his own needs and desires to make sure that Yiwa and Marine were safe and sheltered. And when it was made abundantly clear that faking it with Lam was not going to suffice, Yiwa was like, fine, I'll be your villain. She turns around and gives to Lam what he was trying to give to her by becoming the villain in the story, by being the girl who left him at the altar to run off with some woman and go to England of all places. These two understand each other and they love each other in a way that defines the entire show. I don't know a better friendship. I have to concur. I get incredibly emotional thinking about that because that's love. That's love in its purest form. So our winner of the 2023 Vibe Award for Best Friendship is Siloam and Yiwa from Wedding Plan. Plate in the mail. And now, for the main event, Best Side Ship. 
our annual battle royale even though this is only the second annual vibe awards it's still annual so last year ben and i could not come to an accord on side ship because we had two very different conceptions of what the purpose of a side ship is and how a side ship should operate in a show nini's position was the best side ship for her is the pair that is so compelling that she would kind of like to see what the show looks like if we focus on them instead and make the main sides for them. I work from the perspective of, if we're going to have a side ship, I like for them to have thematic resonance with the main ship. In the end, Ben convinced me and I bowed to his argument about side ships. So our contenders this evening are presented from Nini, Tien, and Lom Fon from La Pluie. And presented by me, Marine, and Yiwa from Wedding Plan. Ben, you go first. Tell us why Marine and Yiwa. Wedding Plan is about the choice to present straight and do your own thing on the side. The difficulties that Lom and Nua may face are made real by observing Marine and Yiwa. The two of them love each other. They're having a great time, but they're under constant surveillance. People take pictures of them in public and send it to Yiwa's mom and go, what's going on with her and her friend? Yiwa's mom goes to Marine's house and lays hands on her. We can see that Marine is suffering for being in the closet with Yiwa. She loves Yiwa. She's made her choice. She understands what she gave up and weighted against what she's gained, and she chooses that. She allows us to consider what Namnua may be giving up because he is a loved, self-actualized gay man who has the total support of his entire network. What is he stepping into if he chooses to be with Lom? Marine and the relationship that she has with Yiwa helps us understand the relationship challenges Nua is going to face if he chooses to be with a rich closeted man. I'm going to make my argument for Tian and Lom Fon. I've described La Pluie as being about an atheist, an apostate, an agnostic, and a true believer. Tien and Lomphon are the atheist and the true believer who have to come to an accord about what beliefs they're going to share. The thematic resonance of Tien and Lomphon working that out alongside Pat and Ty working out what they're going to believe or not believe. I just liked watching the interplay of those two couples and how they contend with the soulmate connection tied to the rain deafness as an article of faith. Even though they don't drive narrative to the extent that Marine and Yiwa do, I think that they are critical to understanding where Lapluie wants you to land on this theme of soulmates and they are the best sideship for that reason. The argument I could make for them is that they give us an opportunity to look at a relationship forming 
in the conceits of this world without the pressures and expectations of rain deafness on their dynamic. The struggle I have with Lom Fawn and Tien is Lom Fawn turns to Tien's feelings really late. And so it's difficult for me to connect with where Lom Fawn decided to start caring about Tien properly and looking at him. For Tien, I kind of get his attraction to Lom Fawn because he and Lom Fawn fight a bunch. And Tien clearly seems to get off on some of that. But I'm less certain when it comes to Lom Fawn because he's just so fucking dense <laughs> for most of the show. And he's so fucking rude. He is rude, but I don't think he's as dense as you'd see. He is picking up what's happening between him and Tien. He's just scrupulously ignoring it in favor of his headcanon, basically. That he is meant to be with Sengtai. I don't feel like Lomphon is confused so much as stubborn. I don't think I was invested in the stakes of whether or not the two of them would make it. Like, I was totally okay with Tian not being with Lomphon. I was not. <laughs> okay, shallow reasons. Okay, all right. Tiana Lomphon's kiss is way better than you are, Marines. And now the truth comes out, besties. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is. We're trying to find a point of separation so we can pick a winner. The better kissers are clearly Suar and Copter. Suar put whole pussy in to that kiss. <laughs> is going to be a rough one because I feel like neither of us is ready to capitulate. I do think that both of these pairs have important thematic resonance with the core themes of both shows. I think we have to decide if we're going to award the wedding plan pair for queer reasons or if we're going to award the La Palui pair for really strong romantic deconstruction themes because a big part of La Pluie was unpacking the expectation of romance itself. In that regard, then, Tien and Lom Fon are not as deeply integrated into the mission of La Pluie as Marine and you are integrated into the mission of Wedding Plan. What Tien and Lomphon say about romance is not as much as what Marine and Yua say about performance of heteronormativity and the importance of queer family. Ah, man. Difficult. It is difficult, but since this is ABL podcast... Queer reasons do win out over romance reasons every time. So Tien and Lomphon are our runners-up. I'm going to send them a koozie and a saucer because they deserve. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta do a better job with the paraphernalia (laughs) awards. The koozie just seems disrespectful. We gotta come up with something. 
there's like nothing distinguished about a koozie. <laughs> We're just gonna give them their own plate. They'll just be different materials. Okay, that's fine. We can work with that. And the winner of the best side ship plate is gonna be Yua and Marine from Wedding Plan. Congratulations, girls. We can finally move past the side ship struggle we have every year. I really hope this is not a thing next year. I need everyone making me out to look into the camera right now. Don't put us through this again in 2024. I want a clear winner going into this year. Get it together, everyone. I don't know. I kind of enjoy it. Moving on to our final award of this segment, and that is the best main ship. The criteria for awarding the best main ship. Listen, the show is about them. Do I buy their love story? So the runner-up for best main ship is Kawi and Pisang from Be My Favorite. I think I shocked myself maybe a little bit with this one. You shocked yourself. You did not shock me. <laughs> I'm like, look at this list. Those two? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to a love story that really resonated with me, Be My Favorite was one of the high points. The way that it utilized its time travel conceit to build the love story the way that it built the love story between Kawi and Pisang, who Kawi is, who Pisang is, all the things that have happened to them and bring them together. In terms of a ship, two characters whose love story I 100% buy just as it has been presented on screen. To me, that was Kawi and Pisang. With all the things you watched this year and the intense swooning you had for other couples this year. I'm curious that this was the couple you went to bat for when we had to hash this out. I surprised myself a little too. I was expecting like Yai and Jam as the ones you really wanted to go for. With everybody else, there's something. There's something that I felt was missing or there's something that I had to sort of reconstruct in my head as we went along. There's something that I probably wasn't 100% sold on. But when it came to these two, I really genuinely, in terms of how their story was portrayed, really genuinely had no notes. If I had to point to like a specific thing, I would point to the back end of the show, and particularly that sequence of piecing time traveling and how it flips their dynamic a little bit. The way that that was handled felt so honest to the characters as presented, showing how Koei had grown, showing how Pisang had come to terms with himself, showing that they had settled into each other in a particular kind of way. Like, I believed that for the two of them, this is it, no matter what. So who is the winner of our best mainship for 2023, Ben? 
Our winner of best main ship this year goes to Han Baram and Imhan Tay from Sing My Crush. What stands out for me with Imhan Tay is he has to contend with first having to accept that the devotion that he's been pouring on to Han Baram for years was potentially mildly harmful to Han Baram because Han Baram had a crush on him the whole time. He has to recognize Han Baram's feelings and find a way to match that in himself. He has to also support Han Baram through a very difficult professional challenge that Han Baram keeps abandoning him during. And he gets mad at Han Baram in a way that is 100% justified. The boxing scene between the two of them is one of my favorite scenes of the year. And I think there's really something special about a couple who give each other permission to be angry sometimes. Particularly in a genre about men being with men, I think it is really important that we accept and understand that the fact that men get angry is not a character flaw or failing. I love the way the show made that simultaneously really physical, but also seemingly gentle. You can feel the whole time how important these two characters are to each other. And it is really rare in BL that Friends to Lovers is done at all, let alone well. As the moody gay of our duo, I'm going to give it to Friends to Lovers almost any year when it's handled this well. Because that, for me, in a lot of ways, is the primary gay angst. Even if you grew up in ideal circumstances where people weren't being homophobic to you, statistically, you're going to like a lot of straight boys. And it's hard if you didn't know about queerness in yourself to suddenly have to respond to that and recognize that and accept that that's going to alter maybe the way you thought your life was going to go. That's handled well in this show. I really like that for Imhan Tay. What mattered most to him was his devotion to Han Baram. And I like that their relationship is constructed by the show as something mutually beneficial for both of them. Yes, that virtuous circle, that upward spiral that we talk about that I think is part of the best couples. The winner of the best mainship for 2023 is... Han Baram and Imhante from Sing My Crush. Congratulations, boys. Plates are in the mail. Look at Chris getting a plate in 2023. <laughs> Good for him. Nobody saw that coming. Like, nobody. <laughs> That is going to wrap us up on the Ships Ahoy segment of the 2023 Vibe Awards. 
next up tomorrow again if the editing has happened the way that it's supposed to stop qualifying just say it be brave be bold about it (laughs) tomorrow tomorrow okay tomorrow we will be moving into our technical awards our immortal technique episode so we're going to be awarding as ben said all the people that you never get to see but who make the shows what they are we always love these awards we get to get super nerdy and deep in the weeds it's probably the episode that we look forward to all of this year and we're gonna read out a bunch of names of people that you've never heard of so look forward to that until then we out say bye to the people then peace